Hey guys, welcome to Wing Tips. I'm your host, Seth Horton, joined as always by Joba and Lulu. And this week we have special guests, uh, my roommate, and his name is... Hey, 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 it's me again, Hickory Ham Mike. <laughs> and his girlfriend, who also is a frequent impersonator of the host of this podcast. It was one time, <laughs> Sarah Williams. <laughs> and together they make Michael, Michael Sarah. Sarah. Hickory Ham Michael Sarah. <laughs> Touche. All right. So let's jump into this. Question number one What is your wingmanning experience, or in Sarah's case, wingwomaning experience? Thank you. You're welcome. We're we're inclusive here. We are. This is a gender friendly podcast. (laughs) Well, (laughs) um,. Now that I think about it, I don't know if I've been the best wingman, but... Um, Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Mr. Steel, your girl. <laughs> um, but this brings some ideas that I should do in the future. You know how, like, um, you have you have duos sometimes where you might make yourself look worse to make your, your wingman look better. I might do that kind of thing in the future um, with... My my buddies, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe <laughs> you want to jump in and save me at any point. Uh, well, so I, like, I was letting you finish. Okay, with yeah, down the stairs and stuff like that in front. Of <laughs> yeah, me, so I look like I'm more coordinated. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. I have one experience wingmaning and I wingwomaning. Um, and I definitely did not do a good job, but hey, they've been dating for like two or three years now, so I guess I did something right, but I think it was just them. So I, my friend in high school, it was my senior year, they, I was friends with both the guy and the girl, but I didn't know the guy anywhere near as well as I knew the girl, and he just came up to me one day and was like, hey, I really like your friend, and I was like, okay, I didn't know what he wanted me to do with that information, but I was like, all right, and he was like, can you try setting us up and I was like I have never done that before (laughs) and he was like well do you know if she likes me and I she had never confirmed to me that she liked him but I had suspicions and so I was like you know I'm not sure but I'll see what I can do Mm. and so long story short I was pretty sure my friend liked this guy and I did not want to go behind her back without her knowing that I was trying to set her up with someone so I just walked on up to her and said hey Cassie Gabe likes you. Uh, um, what a move. And, and they've been dating ever since. So I'm telling you I remembered you guys. something. Oh, yeah. Go. What's up? <laughs> um, so I was <laughs> – we had like a, a high school beach trip for our church. And um, so two of the counselors, I believe – I would like to think that I believe – I would like to believe that I <laughs> led them to um, marriage. So what th- what had happened was, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, more. Okay, you'll hear. Uh, so we were at the beach, and I started to build a sandcastle with my buddy. Um, his name was Keenan, and Thompson. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> um, we just started building a sandcastle, and then uh, along comes this girl her name is bethany and um i was like hey come on and join us we're building a sand castle we're going to try to make it super big and castly and 
she was like, okay. <laughs> and she came over and um, uh, we we built a castle for a few hours and they I could I could tell they were making some connections and um, and so he just left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said I picked up some sand and I said, "Hey, can you hold this for for a second? And I put it in his hand. And, um, and they got I, married right there. <laughs> he proposed. Yeah, maybe we'll cut that part out. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. Just call me Cupid. Sandcastle chemistry. Sandcastle Cupid. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. Mike, yes. you're so cute. That's my one story. Hey, shut up. What? Mm-hmm. No, nothing. Jealous Joba. <laughs> Got me. Look, there are two jealous people in this uh, in the studio right now. <laughs> next, next question. Yeah, please don't address it. Just keep not, going. All right, next question. If there is anything you could change about the way we do dating, what would it be? The way we, as an American society, question mark? Yes. Hmm. Also speaking to the mic, sir. The way we, as an American society, do dating, question mark? Yeah. Also, that's perfect. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I have something. Okay. So, I think that I've found that as I've grown up, I've realized the dating in American culture is very, like, one extreme or the other. So, it's very, like either very open and they aren't very serious about it or it's very serious very quickly. Mm-hmm. There's no getting out if you're getting in. Like, <laughs> it's like, um, so I, obviously I want it to be leaning more towards the serious side because I do think the ultimate goal of dating is marriage. However, I don't think it's fair, like, to make someone feel like they can't, if they realize that this relationship isn't going to work out to feel like they can't get out of it. Mm. So I think it's important to just go in knowing like that if you found the right person and you think that this is going to work out great, um, be serious about it. Don't just like try and be too casual because that may come off as if you're not interested, but don't come off too quickly, too soon to where it freaks the person out either. So you have to know what both of you are looking for. Mm-hmm. I think I... Don't, did not explain that very well. But I think you no, explained it phenomenally. Um, and this may may or may not be an unpopular opinion, but I think um, sometimes I see people get they want to get to know each other through dating, which is um, I don't I usually don't think that's a good idea because um, it could work sometimes. I think you just have to know your you <laughs> might need to know. Yourself, I'm by look. I'm guessing you already talked about this. No, Maybe. no, Seth or, just does okay. it. Yeah, I just okay. Do anyways, that. Just to know people by dating. Um, <laughs> anyways, <Loinks. laughs> at me. Okay, don't mean to at you, but um, I just think that just le- that can leave more room for heartbreak if you get invested, and it's hard not to once you already jump into a relationship. So, um, oh, you mean maybe dating is like a relationship. Sure. I, well, either way, if you call it dating and you start to date someone, um, there's a there's a likelihood that you're going to get uh, attracted. And if they aren't on the Fair. same page, then you could get your heart broken. Um, whereas if you, I think if you got to know them better before, like in groups um, or just as friends, um, and then start dating, that could that could be um, pretty helpful. There you go. I was going to ask him something, but then he answered it. What was the question? I was going to say, are you saying dating is in like 
going on dates or dating is in like we're in a relationship dating that's mm. which he did answer yeah he answered so yeah. that's yeah 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 because i have a tendency to like go on dates with people mm-hmm. and get to know them that way mm-hmm. uh but i don't just like hey i don't know you you want to be my girlfriend so we can <laughs> understand each other <laughs> yes <or not>? yeah <laughs> And I think that's fair. I don't. I don't think there's a problem with like casually going on dates, and as long as like it's clear, like we're trying to see where this is going, and yeah. both parties know, and not one party isn't like thinking that you're dating, and the other one's like, mm, we'll see. Like you know, mm-hmm. I think it should be clear from the start of what's the intentions are. Yeah, so. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question three. All right, on to question three, which is a question. Don't give it to him, Liz. Give, just I'm don't give, give it, it to it me. To you. Don't give it to me. It is. I should know this by now. I've a freaking it. host, Seth. Mm. I know, right? A freaking I host. Do. Um, it is. <gasps> nope. That's n- um. As a past host for one show, I think I remember it, but I feel weird asking myself the Ask question. Ask yourself the question. Um, can I? <laughs> is it like what attracts you to a person? Is that it? That what is ma- what makes someone dateable to you. Okay. That's what I remembered, but I was like, wait a minute. No, I think that was just an offshoot question from another episode. I'm mm-hmm. tired, okay? Good night, so, Moon. <laughs> so what makes someone dateable to you? I already Sarah. asked myself that question. That was tender. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to elaborate or are you just going to leave it? That's fine. <laughs> I'm happy with that <laughs> answer, but... Uh, Sure. So I think everyone should have standards. <laughs> um, and you probably need to have <laughs> not. Okay. Uh, yeah. And it might help to make a list before um, you also start dating someone. I didn't. Well, I guess I did in my head. I didn't like write it down, but that can be helpful, too. Anyways, um, one of the biggest things is you want someone who is empathetic and uh, that's a huge. <laughs> Are you saying that you? Seth, stop being Seth keeps gesturing. I don't know what he's doing. This <laughs> with Corey too. He's just really out here. This Seth's been trying to steal my boyfriend since day one. Uh, I've been trying to steal your boyfriend since before you met him. It's like negative two hundred. That's true. <laughs> but who won? <laughs> a mover, yeah. By James Cameron. <laughs> Anyways, Continue. Yeah. So you want them, sweetie, to. Not just be inside themselves all the time, which is kind of, which may be a given, but um, it's kind of an important question to ask yourselves. Are they empathetic? Do they think about others? Can they, like, put in themselves in other people's shoes? Um, uh, so uh, that may be obvious, but I think sometimes it's... Like, they have heart, like, they care about people and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, hmm. yeah, so, I mean, loving, that's a general one, but um, Sarah is that, and... Oh. That's pretty neat. Her heart's melting right now. I can see it on her face. <laughs> um, any comment? But I just didn't want to interrupt okay. you. <laughs> I think I'm good for now. So okay. I, real Here's quick, that that just like in between both of your answers, I think you're like that too as far as, and Sarah can back me up here, mm-hmm. as far as just being caring for people. But I didn't see that in you at first when we <sighs> That's met. That's fair. So <laughs> I want to ask Sarah, like, what made you go like, 
wow, this boy has a big heart. Was there anything in particular just getting to know him? Actually, it's funny that you ask because, yes. <laughs> um, well, initially, when we first hung out for the first time, that was very redundant. But <laughs> um, he, so we were hanging out in a group. And he singled me out and asked me if, like, so he had plans afterwards to go to Goodwill. Mm -hmm. And then after that, he had plans to go hot tubbing and then watch Psych. Then he proceeded to invite me to all three things, which was just very kind. And I thought he was just being friendly at the time. But then Mm -hmm. later on, what really, like, what really hits at what you're referring to Mm -hmm. is it was probably like 10, 30 at night. And I had a final the next day. Um, for interpersonal communication. Or no, it wasn't the final, but it was the midterm. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And I had not studied at all. And so Same. I was starting to. And Michael was in there, and we knew each other, but not, like, super well. Like, at this point, we were friends, but, mm-hmm. like, we didn't hang out all the time. Um, I, well, I guess we'll get to that in a minute. And so um, he was had no homework to do. He was about to go home and go to sleep. And then he asked me what I was doing. And I was like, well, I'm studying. I'm cramming. And he was like, do you need help? And I was like, well, no, I think I'm fine. Like, you go ahead and go to bed. And Joel was there. And Joel was like, Michael, you should probably go to bed. And, then, and Michael <laughs> the was like. Of wingmanning, like, it's pressure. <laughs> and Michael was like, well, just let me help her for like 15 minutes. And I was, and I at first wouldn't let him. I was like, no, please go to bed. Like, I don't want to keep you awake. Which but, in some cases could be too aggressive, but it worked. <laughs> me or I'd be t- I was no, doing I, I oh since I was like hey, you want to come to this want to come to this want to come to this and then you said you want to stu- you were going to study and I was like oh let me help you so was she saying yes when you were inviting her to things like was she showing up consistently or were, was there some doubt in your mind like maybe she's not engaged oh no I thought um uh when we, we sorry <laughs> we she did come hot tubbing with us and then she did come to things and she was still nice about everything and I didn't really get any hints of like I'm trying to brush you off Mm -hmm. um and I was I thought I was I was being very perceptive of that and I was trying to make sure that she was like in case yeah trying to see if any like physical or um I don't know facial hints that she didn't want to but Mm. (laughs) I was like oh she um she seems cool and I don't think she would be like I think she would she wouldn't mind if I helped her study and I just want to be nice so Mike. Also, I liked you a little bit. So, see, okay, Ooh. this is what I want to ask about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I've seen women be interested in you <laughs> and pursue you, but I haven't, until Sarah, seen you like actually pursue a woman. It was a new development for all of us. <laughs> yeah. So, what I'm curious about is like, what was it about Sarah like that made you think I'm going for it? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, she one one of the first hints I got from her was she. We were hanging out at a a friend's room and um. We she she asked me I can't remember the exact phrasing but she basically just asked me how my day was and she she seemed very interested she just seemed interested in what I had to say and as, as if she was um, really asking it and some people just ask how your day is in passing and um, she was just so much more intentional about it so uh, it and I got like that question comes along all the time but then like the way when she asked it and just her general um, mood and her and uh, I'll hold on I'll explain in a second but she was just yeah generally nice anyways um, she's genuine 
and I got I got a lot of hints from her when the, on the first time we met, and like she was just she was goofy, she was fun, she asked she like genuinely genuinely asked me how I was doing, um, so she brought pizza rolls. <laughs> Everything was there. <laughs> I was like, I was starting to get a little interested. Um, so I think there are plenty of people who can be nice. It was just the fact that she she was uh, fun, uh, goofy, caring. Um, I guess more than most people can be mm. is what really attracted me to her. I said that in way too many words, but there you go. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but just to summarize the story, First of all, that was very tender. <laughs> Thanks. And but to end the story earlier, um, I finally agreed to let him study with me, <laughs> and instead of staying like the intent, the intended fifteen minutes, he stayed for like an hour, hour and a half, and it, it was like midnight before we finished. So, and he never complained, even though I knew absolutely nothing. Like the reason it took so long was because I knew nothing, and he had to teach me all of it. <laughs> and so, um, and so that was what really I think got me. I was already interested, but I think that's what really confirmed to me, like, hey, this is someone worth like this is someone I would like to date if it ever the possibility ever came around and that being said he like um he I was a tutor and no one ever came to my tutoring but I had to go anyway um because I was what is a study lab coach it's called a study lab coach here and so that means you have to go even if no one shows up you just have to sit there and make yourself available to anyone who needs your help and no one ever came because it was a super easy class and so I, Michael, I invited Michael and Joel to come to my tutoring, but Joel couldn't and only Michael could. And so he came the first time and he was kind of quiet at first, but I, like, we didn't know each other super well at that point because this was even earlier than the studying. And I knew he was a little shy and so I didn't want to push him. And so we just hung out and it was very casual. I think we watched YouTube videos. No, we watched The Office. <laughs> And so then he, so I thought maybe that'd be a one-time thing, but I always let him know, like, if you want to come, you can. And he did. He came to every single one of my tutorings for the rest of the semester. <laughs> and <Cha-ching. laughs> and he, um, and it wasn't like he came out of obligation. And I was worried about that at first, but then I started realizing that, like, it really wasn't. And eventually he did ask me on a date. But to answer the question that you initially asked... <laughs> What attracts me to a person is um, I have always wanted someone who is, first of all, a Christian, um, is just number one priority. (laughs) Michael just said that, too. (laughs) And so, and obviously, Michael is one of those. (laughs) He happens to be one of those things. And also, someone who is willing, I have no problem, I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast I was in, I don't have a problem with girls asking guys out. However, with my past um, relationships, with they, I had to initiate things with both of them because they liked me, but they weren't interested. Like, it's not that they weren't interested. They were too um, scared to do anything about it, which being scared is okay. That happens sometimes. But it was very clear that they, like, they made it very clear that they were interested. They just wouldn't say it. And I got to a point where, they, like, both times had been going on for, like, six-plus months. And I was like, I am going to do something about this. And anyway. You for sure you were like, you guys like me. Yeah. Just this passive, like. Right. And so I, I have them. always questioned, like, am I – so because of that, I have questioned if I were someone worth pursuing as a result of that. And Michael 
reiterated, not reiterated, that's not the right word I was looking for. He established to me that I was. Like, he was very intentional, um, always made sure that he, I knew that, even if, like, I, I wasn't sure if he liked me, but he made sure that I knew that I was at least someone worth, like, being there for. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big plus. And then just also someone who I really like a sense of humor, and Michael is very funny. And I also like someone who's just a good, like, I've always wanted someone who's a good listener and understanding and just a caring person in general. Mm -hmm. Um, And Michael, to those of you who do not know him, is one of the most caring persons, people, (laughs) I have ever met. Oh, thank you. Ah. That was so tender. Honestly, this is like the grossest episode we've (laughs) ever had. (laughs) I have nothing to say. I just took your mic. I love love that little interaction. (laughs) (laughs) Um, does anyone have any roundtable questions? Oh, wait, you guys are the guests. You go. You oh, go first. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we get into roundtable questions, um, Joel, would you like to mention all how you kind of wingman for Michael and I very subtly? Yeah, so... What? <laughs> wait, I might know this. Sarah, like she mentioned earlier, she invited me to tutoring, like, to go as well. And I meant, like, the first week or two, I meant to go at one point. I was just like... Ah. airheaded and like had other things going on and i felt really bad and i was like i'm gonna go the next week she was like okay but then michael started going and one of my friends was like i saw michael and sarah watching like the office in the side room like it looked like a maybe date not date thing i was like huh interesting and like (laughs) i asked michael about it and he was like yeah like Nobody really comes to study things, so I just keep her company. And it was like a brief interaction. But then Sarah had mentioned that he kept coming. And then she was like, when are you going to come? And I was like, oh, I might. And I like slowly backed away and was just like, Michael's got this. <laughs> so Thanks, Joel. That was like semi-intentional like halfway through. I accidentally wingmaned the first couple <laughs> weeks because I'm just a goober, but then I ran with it. So, yeah. You're like... Angel wingmaning. You're like wingmaning from the heavens, like by not showing up. Like your presence was there <laughs> by you not being there. Mm. 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 <laughs> That's a Joel's trademark. My trademark is to say to any question, you submit it to a podcast and you let them, although Seth has been stealing it, but Joel, your trademark throughout this whole time. I'm getting really sentimental now because I'm realizing that we're winding down in the semester and I'm actually going to be really sad because I won't see you guys all the time. But I'm getting really like really sad but your your little trademark is mm. <laughs> mm, don't make me cry Liz Caldwell <laughs> make him cry Liz Caldwell <laughs> I'm just kidding please don't <laughs> we just had a crew come in here and like record us and ask us about our podcasting career together and so there's like a backdrop of sentimentality for you two Seth yeah that's a heart Seth seems unfazed <laughs> I'm going to let you guys know because you can't see. Seth seems unfazed. <laughs> Don't let him fool you. Don't, it's all a mask. It's yeah, a I actually, I took a test earlier today mm-hmm. about my, what is it, my affection style or whatever like that. Love and language? It is affection no, style. not love language. <laughs> okay. It's like, gosh darn it, hold on. You're going to make me... <laughs> Pull it out. Hold on. Let us know. The viewers want to know. Let's see if I can find it. The viewers. <laughs> Ain't like, no one okay, looking at us. Relationship <laughs> attachment style. Oh. How is that different from Ooh. love language? Oh. Uh, so the attachment style is like the three big ones that that I've seen is uh, like there's the healthy kind of style where you're comfortable with 
a myriad of different ways that your partner is attached to you, but you're like secure in their attachment to you and your attachment to them and yourself as a person. And then you have people like me who are avoidant. (laughs) Who's like, I am attached to you guys, but I'm also terrified of being attached to anyone. And so I just stone face it. Wait, was that what the what it gave you? Was it avoidant? Yeah. Was it okay? That was the actual title. Yeah. Hmm. Hats off to you though for your self awareness once again. again. This guy, that's your trademark right there, <laughs> Seth Self Aware <laughs> Horton. That's what they call me. It's spelled Alexander, but it's pronounced <laughs> self awareness. Self awareness. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so round table. Round table. <laughs> oh, round table. I was trying to do the wingtips outro music. Is that even how it's? No. Um, have you he heard? Does leave me alone. Have you heard this? Have you ever listened to this podcast? <laughs> so does anyone have questions? Yes. Yes. I have two for my friend. Okay. My friend Kaylee. One at a time, please. Because everybody talks about them. One at a time. Okay. Um, my friend Kaylee asked me. She asked me two questions. The first one is, how do you reject someone? Harshly and no, without mercy. That's not what we're going for. You submit it on a pod that you want to drop them. <laughs> and then you have the know. podcast anchors. Are we anchors? Give them a, a time hosts. Yeah. <laughs> More specifically, how do you give Seth Horton not so subtle hints that you're in a committed relationship? <laughs> With a certain Sarah Williams. He has a church pew in his apartment, and on the back where the hymnals are supposed to go, you can slip little notes. Um, I suggest just cranking one out tonight, seeing Seth, comma. No one's going to reach back shift, there. Shift, look. It's not me, it's you. All right. It's so much you, Michael Horton. See, but not saying is, I don't love you, but. We do share a last name. Ah, got me there. So, <laughs> your marriage thing. Or your, you know, your last name. It's a good know. point, Liz. What was the question? <laughs> yeah, what? How do you reject someone? <laughs> we should take this more seriously. People are asking us. Do I struggle with seriousness so much. I know you do. It's okay, but you're self-aware about it. How to reject someone? Move to uh, Taiwan. <laughs> you move to Taiwan. When they don't see tell you. Them. Change your name. <laughs> Change your name. To Horton. <laughs> uh, Horton Horton. First and last name. Sorry. <laughs> um, I would say gently, in all seriousness, I'll stop kidding around. Gently, yeah, and be like, let them know that that even though there might be a cornucopia of things wrong with them, uh, don't point it out. Just say, you know, like, I, but don't don't please for the love. Do not give one of those like cop out answers of being like, I'm not ready for a relationship right now because that. Well, here's my question. What. How do you balance? Because I hate that too. I hate that. I'm not ready for a relationship. They start dating someone a month later that they actually really like. But I also don't like giving people a list of the problems that I have with them. So what's what's the balance? Because I've had people legitimately ask me, like, what is it about me? I think the balance is like, you have to be honest. Because I think that if you genuinely don't see a future with this person, your reasoning isn't wrong. Like, you're not in the wrong. Like, it's not your fault that you don't necessarily see yourself falling in love with this person. And there may be a lot of reasons why, but I think you have to kindly give them an answer that's sufficient without giving them a list of things. But I think you need to say, look, I think you're headed this way or, you know, I'm headed this way. I feel 
X, Y, and Z, and I feel like you're not really on the same page with me there, and I'm not going to ask you to change yourself to get on the same page with me, and, you know, like, these are deal breakers for me, and I feel like this would be a problem in the future, so, like, out of respect for you, that's my favorite phrase, um, work in respect all the time, um, and then they're like, wow, thanks, uh, but, like, you know, out of respect for you, I think that we just need to, like, end this now, mm -hmm. uh, because I don't see it really working out in the future, and I don't want to hurt you or myself mm -hmm. later, you know? In all <laughs> seriousness, like, if I, if I were to end it with someone, or whenever people have ended it with me, uh, the way that I've always appreciated them doing it is just being like, listen, I just don't like you, like, plain and simple and like i've had you know a girl that i liked before and she made it very clear she was like yeah i don't really see you that way and i asked her why and she just goes just don't like you're just mm. i just don't like you and that's fair because emotions are emotions you don't have complete control over them all of the time and attraction isn't something that you just decide that you have for someone yeah mm -hmm. so sometimes that's just the case and it's not the end of the world what do you say then to the people that are like well just give it a chance like michael was talking earlier about how it's probably dangerous to try to get to know someone by dating them so what if they're like well let's just try right and i have heard people who who their friends have said you might go uh you might be a good couple and they ended up dating and then they ended up having like a fantastic marriage hmm. um so that's that's kind of tough when I guess you have two people who aren't interested in each other but could potentially be like these specific couples that I'm thinking of. So. Hmm. I think this is hard to answer for all of us in this room because it's hard to give like an objective answer because I think each one of us, especially whenever it comes to like long-term relationships or like future, this is something that would have to be like bathed in prayer for me personally, like I'm not going to do anything unless I have like a God given sign and I have to, I mean, the Lord basically has to like tie it on a note and like drop it at my feet for me to like ever make a move kind of. So like for me, if I'm going to reject or accept someone, it's going to be on like, a, I'm going to know that I know usually because I'm going to feel like that's what the Lord told me to do. So I feel like that's a hard answer to, to give without bringing in like your relationship with God, but which you can have the phrase uh, analysis paralysis, where you're just like always like analyzing situations and people, and like, well, okay, I need to make sure that this, 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 and this all fall into place. Mm -hmm. And like Michael said, it's good to have standards, but I feel like if you're always analyzing and never acting, then you could just be. I mean, that story where you're like waiting for God and He's giving you these things, and then you're like. No, but I need a sign. And you're like asking the signs to move. But then I also think, like you mentioned, long distance, the reality is, like especially this season now, like we're all about to graduate. And it's one of those things where like, you you know where you're going after this. Sort of. Okay. More or less. Right. So we like we're both moving pretty far away. And so it's one of those things where it's like you do have to consider, like you said, quote unquote, the bathe in prayer, where it's like, okay, if I'm going to date this person even with your distinction between like going on a date and dating mm -hmm. it's gonna be something that you're gonna at least hypothetically be willing to mm -hmm. do long distance yeah you know what sure. i mean and so you're having to calculate the risks before you're even starting the process which is just like a hard thing to do mm -hmm. and like liz said it's a hard question to answer but 
yeah, those are my thoughts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think like in summation, when it like so if someone's just asking you out and you haven't been dating, like this is just like a like someone's just asking you out. Um, and you want to reject them. I think the easiest thing to do is just like you said, like like Liz said, the the best thing you can do is be honest, mm. but don't be a jerk about it. You mm, know, please no. Like there's a difference between telling someone like, hey, I really am flattered and I appreciate this, but I just don't foresee this working out. And hey. No, this is why. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I don't think it has to be a thing of like this is what's wrong with you mm-hmm. so much as it's a thing of this is what's wrong with this thing. Yeah. You know. Cuz people do feel like they have to justify yeah all of their actions very thoroughly and so mm-hmm. we talked about this a while back but you don't need a reason to not like someone. Like Seth right. said just now, your emotion, like if you don't like them, you don't like them. But it helps for them to at least know, like especially if it's something mm-hmm. they can work on. But sometimes you don't need to just be like, well, here's a problem I have with you and here's a problem. Yeah. And don't go out of your way, like especially after you tell them, hey, I don't like you. Mm-hmm. I know people who are worried that they're not going to get the quote unquote hint and they're going to just continue to try. And so they go out of their way to not just distance themselves from them, but, like, actually be a little mean, which, mm-hmm. which don't isn't do necessary. that. Yeah. When, um, when I asked out Sarah, I, I knew that she was going to be nice about it no matter what. So I figured, like, she, could, she would just say something like, um, not in, or not exactly interested, but she would say it in a very nice, respectful way. Um, so I didn't mind, and I didn't really know if she liked me or not, um, but that was something I was, uh, I didn't have any problems with asking her because um, either way I knew we would still, we could still be friends after that. And um, if she didn't, then she just didn't like me and that's fair. Um, and to go along with that, sometimes you're just not, like one of the first things you see about a person is their physical attraction. And um, sometimes you're just not attracted to them um, physically. And there can be things that you like about them, but then if you're not, then don't try to, maybe don't try to push it. Um, in some in some cases, like the the couple I was mentioning earlier, you might just not like I don't know think about the other person at first. You know, just not consider them until your friends mm-hmm. say, "Hey, maybe maybe go out," and then you could start liking each uh, each other more. Um, so there is a possibility sometimes, but yeah, maybe. And one more thing, um, it might help to ask yourself if you don't initially like them, but you think they like they they I don't know they look good and you're like okay I don't necessarily I'm not necessarily super attracted to them but what qualities do they have and you could think about like what are some some of the guy or girl um friends or mentors that I know that I respect and what qualities do they have that I might want to see Mm -hmm. or like a mom or dad sometimes or yeah a friend or mentor and you say what qualities do they have do I that I could see in my um or this potential um other <laughs> so hmm. if yeah. if they have or or maybe other bad qualities that you could see um in other people that that kind of stand out that you might not want um since you have basically already had experience with experience with those other people and you know how is this making sense at all i think so so you're like taking into account like for you like women that you've admired in the past or like even people in your family where you're like these are right. really good characteristics. And you can take bad qualities or good qualities and say which ones have I not been able to like mm-hmm. um, deal with or 
and which ones do I really want in someone else that I like really admire. So you're sort of building like a portfolio of standards. Like you're like, oh, that's good. I want, I'm looking for that. Yeah. And I'm not saying be too picky, but it's good to definitely have the standards. You're, but you're also saying be picky <laughs> <laughs> to an extent. And what is the second question? It is what are some definite turnoffs in a person? Teeth were mine. Knew it. What was mine? Bad teeth. I can't deal with bad teeth. Illiteracy. Illiteracy. Yeah. That's a good one. (laughs) That was me trying to give uh, Seth the cold shoulder. (laughs) Well, listen. You're going to love me someday. (laughs) Uh, We'll go back and listen to that episode. Um, I think breathing. Um... (laughs) What's the Saint Motel song, Michael? <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about, Joel. <laughs> I'm sorry about types. Like what's oh, the one? Uh, you're just you're just my type. You got a pulse and you're breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it said. What he said made me think of that. Yeah, I think uh, some definite turnoffs are. I think for for almost everyone it is arrogance. And yep. that yeah. the fine line between confidence and arrogance. They gotta care about you more than themselves. Yep. Peace. Yeah. They should care about everyone more than themselves. Or honestly. when they That's don't. Anyways. When they don't care about themselves at all and it's like yeah. a self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah. And that breeds a, like false arrogance, which is almost less attractive. Yeah. Because then you get the effect of both. Like, they're being obnoxious. They're and they're Right. Compliments. But it's still like, oh gosh. You're making me feel bad about myself, and I just feel bad for you. Which is like, I feel bad for those people, but they're maybe not ready for a relationship, because I feel like that'll pave the way for them just being super dependent. I think, for me personally, um, a huge turnoff is not desiring to to experience new things or learn Mm -hmm. anything new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, That's a huge turnoff for me. I think, like, this is it's such an obvious one, but it just, like, is the first thing that comes to my mind is, like, someone that's not willing to serve others and or, like, just be nice in general, you mm-hmm. know? Um, like, if I see someone treating someone else poorly and then they try, like, there was this one person specifically in high school that I can think of, and he was very, very mean to, like, most people, mm. and then, like, right in front of me, and then immediately would, like, start flirting with me. And I was like, this is in no way, yeah. like, like, no. <laughs> and, like, I don't want any part of this. <laughs> and so, like, um, I think that's just the biggest thing is, like, it, I, I, the way I view, well, I don't want to say the way I view you because that sounds like I'm judging them, but, like, the like if I'm going to be interested in you, like, you have to be nice. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. please... For the love of anything, be nice to people. <laughs> but mm-hmm. any others? Uh, one of mine is just if you can't listen at all. Like even when they know you're trying to share something with them, and their eyes like glaze over, and you're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. uh, like this is important that I share this with you." And then the next day, you're like, "Well, we talked about that yesterday," and they're like, "What? When?" And you're just like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm never talking to you again about anything I care about. <laughs> you're Story not my, my friend. Life. Yes, <laughs> mine. I'm just going to retweet everything you said. Scratch out illiteracy. I'm putting that <laughs> one. <laughs> I thought you were quoting me from a previous episode. You were saying yours is illiteracy. I'm saying mine was illiteracy, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh. I think mine answer was something like that when I answered it. Yeah. You, yours, I think, was specifically not enjoying a good book 
Yours was not <laughs> enjoying life. Why are we digressing? Go back and listen to episode two or whatever episode. Yeah, I don't know. You yeah, guys listen to the show. Was episode one. Um, my roundtable question was: How do you ask someone on a date? And whenever I say like ask them on a date, I mean, do you just say like let's get dinner? Do you call it a date? Do you call them on the phone? Do you ask them in person? Like. Had, obviously, I feel like everybody would kind of agree texting is a no, but, like, maybe some people are scared. I don't know. Do you write it on a note and leave it in there, you know? Quick point of clarification. Back of their pew. Yes. <laughs> Do you mean, like, a first date? I mean, like, a I am romantically interested in you date. Okay. Like, a, like, Say that. like you ha- like, you're intentionally going on a date. This isn't a... You Listen, know, but uh, here's the thing, though. If you've been dating for a couple years, or if you've been married for a while, you can text each other and be like, "Okay, well, yeah, no, let's I mean, go like, on a date." Well, yes, <laughs> of course, but like this is a, why I'm asking for clarification. Okay, I'm so sorry. I thought that was implied. I meant like, yeah, a first date with somebody. So like but date. but whenever I say first date, I'm cl- I'm clarifying on your clarification yes. that you needed earlier. I mean, like a not like a Michael Sarah hanging out. Yeah, Michael Sarah with a C. Um, hanging out, you know, and kind of just like being there and, you know, is but like this a, a date, date, date. But I mean like a date date. Like yes. I need to put on a nice shirt and like, you know, actually do something with my hair. And we're, we're both date. intentionally looking cute, understanding right. that we are don't both get my romantically door for me, like it's interested over. in this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why you can't just say that. <laughs> is that y'all standard for a first date? Like super dressing up and like opening doors for no, people. No, not at all. It doesn't have to be super dressing up, but like taking it seriously. Taking it seriously, making yourself look nice is just a good mm-hmm. move here. Because if you don't, like, if you don't dress up, I don't want to say dress up because that's not the right word. But if you don't groom yourself and take care of yourself for this first date, then that shows a lack of interest in either them as a person and what their standards should be, and it shows a lack of self-respect for you. Right, you like, you do want to look good for for them. You want them to look good for you, and um, you want to look good for just, yourself. Right, and <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, but it kind of just it kind of just shows that you're not a slob, which is good. Yeah. Um. And you can you can you can <laughs> you can definitely like go you can go on. Not that you're not Joel. You're definitely a slob. <laughs> Don't have <laughs> me. <laughs> I think you can have those dates. It'd probably be not uh, not so great for the first one. And if there is a better option of if you are able to dress up, you should probably do that. So. Because people are casual about a lot of things. So it's probably good to have some room there to, like, actually take it it seriously. Yeah, and it's fine to be, like, it's fine to dress casual, but, like, nice casual. Yeah, this is a really great area Don't put on a wrinkled shirt. Well, yeah. (laughs) Um, Because I've only ever been on one first date ever, and it was also (laughs) the last (laughs) 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 R.I.P. But it's fine. Um, As far as the asking goes, uh, there are two ways to go about this. One is, and this is my personal favorite, um, get a giant neon sign custom made for them (laughs) and hang it in front of their doorway. Kind of like a promposal of sorts. Yeah, it's like a promposal. Yeah, and if there's not a pun on it, then you're already doing something wrong. Yes, Mm. correct. You haven't already planned the wedding. So, like, for instance, (laughs) the big X. I asked her to prom 
And I asked her at a bonfire, and this was like a first date, basically. Yes. Like going to prom with her was like a first date. Did you light it in fire in the parking lot, like on the office? No. Ooh, what I did was I it. made, I like handmade a big sign that asked, will you go to prom with me? And I gave her two boxes to check. One was yes, and the other one was yes, yes. in all caps uh, with exclamation I points. I knew it. I knew it. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but is that like... So, like, the Joker's whole monologue about how certain things, like, the prom, everyone expects you to have this big, fantastical proposal. Yeah, now. Because it's all part of the plan. But if you (laughs) did that with, like, a regular date, wouldn't everybody lose their mind? Like, do you think this would overwhelm somebody to be, like, not necessarily the billboard example, but just, like... It always definitely depends on the person that you're asking out. So, if the person you're asking out is, like, Mike for instance, Mm -hmm. you're going to want to be low key about it. You want to, like, I would say for someone who's more reserved, someone who's more shy, uh, you walk up to them and you're like talking to them or whatever. And you just say, Hey, would you go on a date with me at this time on this day to this place? Something like that. Now, Joel, he has to be finessed. Joel has to be (laughs) finessed. Joel, you have to let it marinate kind of, you know, I would probably, and and it always, again, it depends on the person. So if I'm trying to ask Joel out, I would probably start off by talking about a book that I've read recently, just because I know that the kind of thing that stimulates him is, you know, books or a movie. Literacy. Literacy. It's probably (laughs) poetry. Yeah. You show him Harry Baker's Paper People poem. And I would tell him, like, hey, (laughs) I was thinking... Uh, you know, I've been thinking recently that it would be really awesome to go get sushi with you. And I would really love to, like, maybe go to this Asian place. Like, let's go to Asia Garden. Let's get some sushi. And then after that, we can go read poetry at the park. Or we can just take a walk somewhere. And we can then go back to the chateau and watch, you know, Arrested Development. Or but something he says like all that. of this in the form of a sonnet. And he also quotes Wordsworth and then four don't, times. Well, you just don't stop at that point. You're just like, we can go back to the chateau and we can hang out. Uh, and then the next day, I don't know, maybe go grab some corn. And then the <laughs> next day, we can just uh, chill out at your place for a while, play some Smash Bros. And you, just, <laughs> you don't so stop you until the point of you're married. The pot so they can't answer. You're just they're <laughs> thinking about it. So <laughs> and then you slowly start to reach your hand over and grab theirs, and you're like, and you go and you go over this like day by day until <laughs> marriage. <laughs> Right. I have everything. <laughs> and then we planned. shake on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how no, you get like, Joel. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, that's kind of what I would. That was that's the strategy I would go with with Joel. Like I would still, it would still be a conversation. As we're with Mike, it would be. I want you to like very s- extremely subtly to the point where it's like, <laughs> you spell out the words in the mirror, and then when my when the mirror fogs up and I look at it, it says, "Will you go out with me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's what I know, and that's where I failed. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whatever, Sarah. Well, actually, I was wondering. So, do you think, time. with that kind of thing, <clears throat> there's a risk in when you just ask them point blank before you're even like, "Hey, I like you," anything like that? You're just like, "Do you want to go on this date?" Do you think there's a chance that they'll hesitate and be like, "Ah, yes, I don't know." And w- is that a turn off if they don't know right away if they want to? That go has with happened you? to me. So, if they say, "I'm not sure," you just like forget it, lost cause. No, you say like, "Well, I'll check back on." this i would say like uh so for me i have asked uh girls on a date before they're like hey do you want to go get dinner with me at this place Mm -hmm. on this day and you know one of them i'll also use a specific example she was very taken aback she was like whoa wait a minute where (laughs) like 
hold on. She was just very confused, taken off guard, and she was like, um, uh, uh, I don't know, sure? <laughs> and we had to, like, sort out the details after that, and he, it eventually fell through. But, you know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, if they're taking it back, like, give them time to answer. If they don't really give you an answer, just be like, let me know when you know. And if they don't answer, that's your answer. Yikes. I think... Um Kind of going back, you guys addressed this already, but I think how you ask someone else, how you ask someone out, depends on the person and then also your current relationship already. Like you know, like if you guys were friends previously, or if you guys don't know each other and you kind of just think they're cute and you just want to ask them out on a date, I think that also changes how you do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But Michael um, did something. He he did it very casually, but it was in such a way that was very clever, also. And that's I like more or less. I thought it was clever. I thought okay, it was funny. Same. So we, um, um, I would have been happy with something just very simple as long as it was direct and open that he was asking me on a date and I knew it was going on. Um, but That's he, key. <laughs> Make sure they know they're going on a date with you yeah. before. That's why I said. Use the word date. date. Use the word date. Mm. Yeah. And for the love of God, don't, can I name drop someone? Uh, no. Wait, wait. Uh, probably not. For the love of God, don't say, let's get coffee. Mm. Like, uh. that's just the most ambiguous non-date oh, no, <laughs> date. Like, like this What is about coffee date? Because you're saying the word date. If you say the word date, it's better. I still, like, am not a fan of it just because <laughs> that's such... A cliche. Mm. Yeah, I feel like my best friend would look at me and be like, hey, you have time for a Sonic date? Or like, hey, you got time for a coffee Mm -hmm. date? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And like, you know, still not think it's a real date. But if you're like... Also because it's a female. If you're like, hey, do you want to get coffee? And you call it a date? I'm just kind of like, no, they didn't know it was a date. You didn't call it a date. It wasn't a friggin' date. Coffee date is hyphenated for sure. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't need to be hyphenated. I think initial coffee dates can be like a good transition into the first real date. Like, especially if, like Sarah said, you don't know the person at all and you both understand this isn't a date yet. Like, if it goes really well and you're like, dang, we have chemistry. Do you want to go on a date sometime? I have a question. What What is the rule? So I've, I've been through this scenario before where I asked a girl on a date and she was like, this isn't a date. And I was like, I'm calling it a date. And she's like, it's not a date. <laughs> but she still like, went. But she still went. What is that? that? We went. We went to a pizza place. I asked her, "Hey, you want to get dinner?" She was like, "It's not a date." And I was like, "No, I mean it is a date." She's like, "It's not a date." I'm like, "Yes, it is." But she still went. But she still went. Then that was a date. That was just her trying to be like playing hard to get. She just wanted some food. I did eventually get her. I did eventually get her. Hook line and sinker. Pestered her into a relationship. Blue. <laughs> Anyways, what Sarah was saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> please continue, Sarah. Um, <laughs> well, it was so I we were just in his car and I had asked him. We had made plans to do something else, and I was like, "Hey, don't feel obligated, but like this is when this is happening. Do you want to come?" And he was like, "Yes." And then he said, "And I don't want you to feel obligated, but I was wondering if you wanted to go out on a date sometime." And so then I said yes. And then he said, he he, I, he wasn't done. I answered too quickly. But he said, I just, uh, we watched a lot of Vine compilations together in the tutoring times. Mm-hmm. And um, and he told me, he said, I just think you're really cool and I like you a lot. And I just think maybe we could hang out or something. And that, that little kid, you know, mm-hmm. that was a tender Vine. And so I thought that was a good way. It was subtle 
and it wasn't too much, but it was just enough to show that he had thought about it, you know, like, and he yeah. didn't just do it. And How quickly did you answer? I mean, th- he waited. You know how Michael talks, you know, like, yeah. he, like, takes breaks in between sentences. <laughs> so, like, He's a thoughtful boy. He is a thoughtful boy. And so, I just had it, like, in my head that he said, so, do you want to go on a date someday? Yes. <laughs> no, it wasn't like, like so that. so do you? And she's like, yeah. That would have been precious at the um, Before I started talking. Uh, like, yes. <laughs> I can read what? your mind. Yes. Let me stop you right there at the thought. <laughs> and then yes. also, when it comes to, this is going way back, but I was going to say this earlier, but it kind of got cut. Um, so do, how you dress for the date, I think also depends on what the date is. So like Michael sure. planned out a whole, like, it was like we were together for like a half a day. And so we like went out to eat. We went on a walk downtown and then we went roller skating. And so I was I normally would like to wear like a dress or something on a date. However, we were going roller skating and I was not gonna wear a dress to roller skating. Right. So I think dress for the appropriate occasion. Yeah, so wear rollerblades. Roll wear rollerblades. You're going to Sonic. You're getting a job at Sonic for your date. <laughs> also just um two people who are planning a date. Um more specifically I guess to guys. I think it's really awesome. I think girls appreciate it a lot whenever you put in towards the put in the effort to plan something and not just do like spur of the moment things. Mm-hmm. Now spur of the moment things are fine sometimes, but I think for the first date to get that good impression, like I think what Michael did was really awesome. I didn't ex- I just expected maybe like dinner, but mm-hmm. he planned like like a whole, whole shebang. Day. Like That's <laughs> awesome. And that brings me to another question, but I'm going to save it for next time because Ooh. we are Way over time. Yay. What? Overtime. Don't bring basketball. It's seven eleven, dude. We had we were supposed to be out of here at like six thirty, weren't we? No, we have it till seven. Well, we're still eleven minutes over. So I'm starving. Closing time. <laughs>